Welcome to the Shorthand States here on the Guernsey Press Politics Podcast. I'm Simon Delarue and with me is Matt Fallais. And we are here on the steps of the Royal Court to discuss uh, the Wednesday proceedings of this early July States meeting. And uh, Matt, you've just been talking to Deputy Al Bruard, haven't you? Because uh, we wanted his views on uh, what we're hearing about in the in the sort of background of a, of a potential motion of no confidence in his committee. What's the origin of this as far as we know it? And uh, what did he have to say? Yeah, well, it was a, a kind of extremely dull um, afternoon in the States in a way, wasn't it? The, the, they were discussing the States' accounts, which, of course, is historic about 2022. And all of a sudden, uh, in the middle of his speech um, on the accounts, Deputy Neil Inder revealed, and, and I'll come back to that because it, it was revealing, um, something that we were beginning to become aware of in the margins in recent days, that some, a small group apparently of states members have been having discussions about a motion of no confidence in the Committee for Health and Social Care. Now, this did come completely out of left field when I first heard about it. We were kind of trying to knit together some information from various disparate sources. Uh, but Deputy Inder decided just to um, announce it in the States. Uh, he said, we know these discussions have been going on. It's the worst kept secret in, in politics at the present time. I mean, he was very critical of it. He was trying to defend HSC, saying they were under a, a lot of... Um, financial pressure because of demographic changes uh, but he made this announcement then deputy Heidi Salisbury uh, who I mean deputy Inder hadn't actually named her but I think she inferred that he was accusing her of having been involved in this uh, potential motion of no confidence got up and said um, if this is happening it has nothing to do with me and I have confidence in in the committee so we will be reporting some more information about that in, in tomorrow's press but immediately after the meeting yes I, I put to deputy Al Brewer the HSC president um, whether he was concerned about this he said he had been aware of it for a few weeks I don't think he's overly concerned he thinks his committee is doing a reasonably good job in difficult circumstances I also suspect he, he thinks that it won't go anywhere, even if there were enough signatures to for it to reach the States. It would be astonishing for it to go anywhere, wouldn't it? Because uh, I seem to remember uh, he was the only man willing, or the only deputy willing to take it on in the first place. And it's not, uh, it's not something that surely anyone would want to have to try to get their feet under the table on with only two years left of this state's term. Yeah, I mean, in some ways it's a sort of nightmare job, isn't it? Which is why he was the only volunteer um if indeed he did really volunteer he had his arm twisted I think. Well, he said he didn't want it in his opening his pitch to be elected he effectively said i'm only standing for this because somebody's got to do it yeah i think didn't deputy david delas stand against him i always wondered if 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 deputy broad had, had even voted for himself in that election because um yeah it is a bit of a poison chalice um but no, I don't think it would go anywhere. I mean, I, I, I think if there are any committees under threat in the States, I don't think HSC is one of them. Um, I mean, it does have a very difficult role. I think there are some genuine questions about expenditure control, uh, but um, there's likely to be very few volunteers to take on the, the, the role. And I think Deputy Broad is perceived as a reasonably safe pair of hands, you know, across the kind of normal states divide that we talk about. So I'd be surprised if it went anywhere. But those discussions were definitely happening. And it was interesting that Deputy Inder 
um, as he sometimes does from left field, decided to, to bring it up in, in this otherwise rather aimless debate about the state's accounts. Yeah, it was um, it, not what we were expecting to talk about this evening, really, or certainly I wasn't. Um, so it was a bit of a, a surprise that uh, Deputy Inder brought that up. Um, the discussions uh, on the accounts were, as they often are, fairly wide-ranging, very specific points being made by uh, various deputies. We mentioned uh, Deputy Heidi Soulsby there. Um, perhaps this is why she thought she was being uh, sort of, uh, the finger was being pointed at her. In her speech, she was talking about um, the difficulty in extracting or deciphering information from the accounts um, regarding um, the use of agency staff in education and health and social care. She was saying that um, it was clearly uh, an expense. She she acknowledged that uh, HSE themselves are are, um, concerned that it it shouldn't go on forever, but she was worried that it could become the norm. Um, She nevertheless um, was uh, praising the accounts for having improved significantly. She's obviously a qualified accountant herself, um, but was saying that there there was still a lot more work to be done on that. We had uh, other comments, for example, from uh, Deputy Lyndon Trott, who was um, looking at uh, certain aspects of the accounts that he wasn't uh, uh, particularly um, impressed with. What was his uh, concern? Um, Well, I think he was concerned that um, there there needs to be a sort of a single message being presented by the Policy and Resources Committee if it's going to come to the States, if they're going to come to the States later this year with a, a potentially GST or an, another set of revenue raising measures, then that, that they need to have, they need to be very clear about what the state's financial position is and also not to talk it down too much. I think that that was his concern. I mean, we have had this strange kind of dichotomy, haven't we, for, for many years now, really. On the one hand, uh, this particular area, when a certain set of results come out, this area is doing really well, and then this er- other area doesn't. And one thing he did point out today, for example, I guess, was this business of um, uh, our having a pension fund and the fact that we pay pensions out of a pension fund, whereas, for example, he said, the other man paid out of general revenue. So they're kind of, you know, living living day-to-day almost in that sense, uh, whereas, you know, perhaps the picture isn't quite as bleak here as it could be. Yeah, I mean, Deputy Trot has always been very optimistic about states' finances. If you go right back to the time of when 010 was introduced, a lot of states members who even at that time were supportive of those company tax reforms were saying, look, if X number of tens of millions of pounds are going to be lost to the Exchequer every year, we're going to need to do quite a lot uh, we're going to have to do introduce other measures to bring that kind of money in. And Deputy Trot was saying, no, we shouldn't, you know, there'll be a period of economic growth. And to some extent, that will um, make up the shortfall. And I think he has a concern that the, the current Policy and Resources Committee is in danger of talking down public finances. I don't think he's saying there isn't a deficit or, you know, there aren't financial challenges. But there is there is a sense, I think, amongst quite a few states members that they are trying to play up the scale of the state's financial challenges in order to assist their case to introduce you know, tens of millions of pounds um, additional tax every year. So, I mean, that that is is the whole kind of theme, isn't it, of of states debates at the present time uh, leading up to what we understand will be this. Uh, well, we called the last tax debate a flagship debate, but there will be another one, it looks like, in the autumn uh, about um, future tax and spending. 
And so we've uh, reached the point where they are uh, finished on the accounts proper, but they've got a lot of other uh, a, a sort of, um, what is it, um, states trading sort of assets uh, accounts to look at tomorrow. So we've got the, the ports, I think, are still to come, or if they've made a start yeah. on that, perhaps. Well, we, we were running around at the end of the day <laughs> trying to get interviews on these other stories we're talking about, but I, 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 I don't believe they have finished the debate on the state's trading assets No, accounts. so we've got more accountancy stuff to look through. And then we've got a, a state's, the, the, the state's debate for this week that was supposed to start at the beginning of the day, in theory. Um, and within that, there'll be a statement from uh, Home Affairs. It's their turn, just the one uh, committee giving a statement this time. And we've got uh, questions being asked in question time. So anyway, there'll be lots of uh, different subjects for us to talk about uh, tomorrow, other than just accounts and probably more than just the, uh, no further motions of confidence or at least we hope not at this point um, but uh, myself and Matt will be here of course to round up day three uh, the Thursday debate uh, right here on this feed tomorrow but for now bye bye good night